0: What's very important is always um, what's the right word for it the, the 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 area the people and so on. So Galicia sits between Poland, Ukraine, Austria, and it is um, the western part of the western part of it. The capital is Krakow, and that's um, part of Poland today. The eastern part of it is Ukraine. Today um, and its capital is Lvov or Lemberg, depending on who is in, in, in place. Litsy was kind of a poor place, like most places were. It's kind of poor. the the The, the Jews there were very traditional, um, and um, it it in it's, as time went on, it became um, very in. It became an intense divide between um, very very strong um paid the like bells and sons who are very sharply against changing anything to on the uh, to, to masculine there's quite a larger skull in Galicia and um Galicia was split at the end between you know sharp masculine and very very kind of rigid and sharp um people that were traditional that way um, the, the major fact, in general, in, in a lot of in a lot of Eastern Europe, changes was the Austria-Hungarian Empire, which conquered in 1772, conquered uh, in Galicia, took it away from Poland, and till 1918, World War One, it was part of it. Austria, the austria hungarian Empire, was in some ways more enlightened they were um they they tried to give jews more rights they also very much they abolished hadorm they made their own schools back and forth a lot of turmoil that way so in 1786 um Shlomo Yaakov was born his name was it's interesting his name was Shlomo Yaakov Yosef um, they took away Yakov Yosef because he was sick as a young boy um, it's kind of... I've never heard before, but there, there, there is a musig in halacha when you write gitna and so on that's called nishtaka Hashem. When a person had a name, was given at birth, but nobody calls him that. So we call that nishtaka Hashem. Um, now, the... Um, so we know that we add a name to uh, give a... Um, to, to give us... Like, to, you know, when somebody's sick, we say... This it's no longer Yankov, it's Chaim Yankov, Fall Yaakov, a um, takeaway name i not heard of. He, he actually, <clears throat> his name was taken away and, one of, and his son's name was taken away. Um, he really was a child, so he was born in 1786 and he was really a child prodigy. I mean, he, he was brilliant, extraordinarily brilliant. And, and he, uh, he, he, you know, he, at, at the age of six, he started being a um, chadish At the bar mitzvah, he set a josh of his own and stunned people with his brilliance. It, this was something that would be a hallmark for the rest of his life. He, he was an extraordinary quick tfisa, sort of quick tfisa, and very, very razor sharp, chrifas, um, and so on. His father died during his bar mitzvah. Um, he wanted desperately to go learn. He, t- he begged his mother to send him off to a city. He, and um, he learned in that in yeshiva a little bit. He outgrew the yeshiva, and uh, until um, and he left it. He decided to learn on his own. And 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 the Rav, the the uh, there was a Rav took him in, and uh, and became like his personal mentor. The, he had one other person that was very interestingly enough involved in his life and that was the Dubna Maggit. The Dubna Maggit lived in that same town. The Dubna Maggit took a tremendous liking to him. He was, he was absolute uh, prodigy, and he, um, he, he made him into a, um, a personal project. He would live with him once a week. it and Jewish and things of that nature, and that was also a seminal influence. At the age of 15, his mother died, and his Rav, his took him in, also died, and he was basically left alone. Um, he got married at the age of seventeen to a very Hush of a person, chashav rav, who was also, you know, it allowed him to sit and to learn. the um, the uh, the In those days, you know, you, you actually sat in the house of your in laws and you ate there. He 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 would learn. His his Yom and his personal lifestyle were incredibly his his mother was he would learn literally 18 hours a day, that was his queus. Um, and it was Kul Kula Shakur learning. it. had very little to do with people, he wasn't into people, didn't that was his thing. Um he uh his father died and his mother struggled to support them, but she did. And finally the um his uh his mother also passed away and he was left needing to fend for himself um his wife very much wanted he should take a job as a Rav he adamantly did not want to become a Rav he was um he was very very wary of it he felt Rabanis is way too much of a, um, of a bother and people bother you and, and and you're busy all day and so on so if you, if you have a business you run the business and that's it in those days there was no WhatsApp, there was no you didn't have to be on call all the time and you know then that was it the um, so he handled in business and um, he was not terribly good in business because he was sitting and thinking most of the time and learning and uh, that wasn't very, very conducive to running a good business. He would undercharge, he would forget, he would this, he would that, and it caused a bit of friction at home. So I was very unhappy. It came to a head when somebody came in and uh, and and uh, somebody came in and Bought up almost half of the store, um, which was very, very good, except that his mind was in the middle of Takana Susha. He was learning to if the, if the of, of Takana Susha, and the guy walked out without paying. So when he came home, we told us, I have great news for you. Um, and, and, she, and we sold almost half our stock, and she said, Amazing, now where's the money? He says, Oh, I forgot to ask for the money. So she was very, very upset, and he walked out, so she, she pushed him to go collect the money from the guy. It was a very cold day, it was snowing, and he walked out, and he um, was walking, and all of a sudden, a, um, uh, a, a carriage of with four people he stopped him and said, Repslaim, where are you going? He said, "You know, have to go." To, he said, "Don't you know a delegation from a, from an important town came that they they they're insisting on taking it as a rav? Go quickly! You have to meet them." So he, um, he 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 finally felt it's a Yad Hashem, like you know, this is it, it, obviously this whole thing, and he ended up taking this Rabbanis in Kolkova, a, a, a town of Litsia, and he um, he then went on. He went to be a Rav and the day he arrived at Kolkava, the person who owed him the money came with all the money and brought it to him. So he felt it was a simon from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And from that point onwards, he was a Rav. The big turning point in his life came when in 1820, he became a Rav in Brud. Brud was um, a, a very important city. Besides that, Broad was very famous for its clois. Broad had in those days they did not have yeshivas in the formal sense that we have today. They didn't have like a, a, a you know a set yeshiva or a program and so on. But in a place that that people were marked of learning, they had a clois, which is like a bismedrish, shul besmedrish, And in Broad, the smartest, the wisest people Came to learn. A lot of these people had businesses. Some of them, most of them, were there full-time learning. And Broad Clois was considered to be the center of the greatest Amir Chachamim in Galicia. There was somebody there who was the most prominent member. His name was Ephraim Zalman Margolis. Refaim Zalman Margolis was a person who had a very successful business, and the um, the the the. Uh, he was a very, a very well-to-do person, and a huge Shabbat Chochem. From Rabbi Freyam Zahar we have sfarim, um that are today um, the, 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 the um, really uh, uh, very fundamental Sepharim in many areas. We have the Mata Freyam, which is Hilchis Rosh Hashanah, and Kippur. Uh, almost all the issues with the Nussach and stuff of that nature, things like that, the Matah is the go-to-sefer, Shabura, quotes him constantly in in, 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 in you have Shara Ephraim on Kriya Satayr and things of that nature, he wrote shuvas Speys Ephraim, the Frey was, was a, a, a pillar, and he was, in a sense, the leader of the community, he was the Nikbad, he was the, 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 the uh, important um one of the community in every possible he took a phenomenal liking to um to Kluge, and he was the one that got him in it was not easy you have to understand something now the the, the, the our Kluge, a did not speak a lot about himself the did not speak about himself it wasn't styled was very ascetic. he was very withdrawn he was into himself the, his, all of this is written by his grandson um his, his grandson g- g- wrote all of it, um, it you know, it, about his grandfather. His father was alive, and obviously all the information came from his father. So a lot of it you get from a particular angle. Refrain it goes, it got him in as the head. It was a very hard, it was very hard to get into interrupted. I want to explain a point, and it's hard for us to be Clephesit. We tend to think if we if we if we if we want a certain Rav, it's because we're inspired by him. We want to learn from him. We want to lead a community, and so on. And um, it was somewhat different in 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 places that had great Amir Chachamim like Brat. They had a mila that we don't have. They had a tremendous. Um, Pride in Torah, and therefore the Talmud, you know, to say that we have such a Talmud Chachem as our crown jewel was a pride for everybody. Something today will not. Very few people would say, "Well, our Rav can't speak much and is very rarely available." But wow, is he an amazing Talmud Chachem I don't think today that would go that well. Um, it's uh, it's something which uh, people it was there. There was also some sort of kind of from of sorts. In other words, um, people felt themselves to be somewhat equal. Maybe they, you know, they could be just as good. It, 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 it's hard for us to picture where our picture of a godal is submission. Pride is not it's, not it's not our thing. Not because we're such proud the and maybe it's because we're not. But Al Kapanim, this this over there you had a a, a city broad pride itself on being Tamil Chachamim, equal to anybody else. F- even a Fray Zal Margolis, who was first amongst equals, for him to bring in somebody took a lot of work. He he it, it, it took a lot of work. And finally he he became the, the Rav, the mayor of broad. And um and uh, on his first day they sent him in every time at Chacham. Everybody in Broad sent him in a shayla, a halachal meisah shayla, you know the le'nivra. But they just wanted to test him. He had a hundred shaylas on the first day that he became the Rav in Brod. But um, this became his permanent station. So Shlaimer is—I don't know if the official title was Rav Mirra. He was so Kluger Brod, and this was his main position. This is pretty much where he stayed his entire life, for a small break for some reason, and, and uh, this is what it was known. So, his own lifestyle was um, was a very, very, uh, um, what's the right word for it? Ascetic is, is, is an understatement. He was somebody that uh, was a, um, he would wake up at Hatzois, he would finish, he would do Tegner he would finish all of Tillam, he would learn his stardom, he would go at seven o'clock to Davin, he would spend the morning teaching Talmidim, he would spend, he was always writing kedushim. he was a prolific writer beyond words, um, he, he easily there are 150, 160s farm that he's, that he put out. Incredible amount of svarim. He was he wrote all his life. He, he was a ma'amin of the s'kab of and he wrote tradition and so on. Um, the uh, the um, he, he was um, most of the time he spent was doing his things, and he had to be available for all the communal linyanim, um, the entire fights and stuff like that he everything. Um the um the in as long as almost was alive, he was um under he Raphael Zalomis fended for him, defended him, took care of bigger things and so on. In eighteen twenty-eight, Framezala Mogolis was nifter. and then he had to bear the brunt of, of a lot of issues, a lot of fights and stuff like that he um he was someone who um again by nature my assumption is i'm i'm almost all the information is coming from toldlamo um he was not diplomatic he was a person that so th- you know the way things are he was extremely ascetic he 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 and therefore he was blunt um he didn't fear didn't you know wasn't scared of anyone and uh was was um very very fearless it also meant a lot of times like he had to go to war for things it, shortly after you know father's was nifter he um there was a miser that came before him this and this is unfortunately a sense of typical things Um there was a person died without leaving children his wife um so, so he, he, this person was not known to ever have had any uh, brothers. So no need for chlitzer, and um, and therefore she get, she got married. Her former mother-in-law, um, who was obviously not a very nice person, or maybe she was just a mother-in-law, and she uh, she was she said that she um, she had had another son. But the other son had gone away, and therefore she's hired to get chlitz from him, but nobody knows where he is. And and therefore so Reb Zalman, Reb Slaimer Kluger listened to the whole thing. He um he heard that stodim and he passed him, there's no khsar whatsoever, and therefore she can get married without any problems whatsoever. So People in, in town began murmuring that Joshua Kol was not a Yavamalishuk and this and that, um, and he had to get letters. He 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 made an effort and he got letters from all the g'dayim of, of that dar. To Nesivis, Yekivegis, some or Yankiv—all of them—that his sack is one hundred percent pesedah. There's no era whatsoever. But this was a type of thing where people would get, would take sides, and people would mutter, They felt themselves to be you know, just as good, and so on. Um, another case where, and and, and his his where his fearlessness. Now, by the way, there was a there was a little bit of a mifas that woman who got married at the end, this, this woman, this Yavama, um, she had been married twice before, never had kids. She got married again, and she had a, a child a year afterwards from the new husband. And people felt it was kind of a Moeufus, so to speak, uh, on Rep. Kluger's behalf. Um, in 1831, there was a cholera epidemic um, the in in broad, in, in, not broad, in, in, in Europe. So for, for those people who do, who cholera was a terrible, terrible, a uh, disease. It's it's a um, stomach. It, it's it's a stomach plague, and uh, you know the whole works. The a lot of people were dying, and the um, the, the, the wealthy people in town got together. And they made they decided at a takana that poor people tachrichim were expensive to buy tachrichim for all the people that were going to die was expensive. So you know, just like there's the takana to make the weddings a little bit cheaper, they made the tachana, well, vice, a takana to make cheaper. And any poor person would be buried um, with his clothing and not with tachrichim. There's of Kluger heard this. He was furious. He didn't know who was behind it. But he went to the wealthiest person in town, who was his biggest supporter. This was the person that was his biggest supporter, staunchest supporter, and, and um, I assume was the source of a lot of his income. He, in the middle of the night, went to this person's house, and um, this person was a very cautious person, and he, um, he hadn't gone out during the entire time of the cholera epidemic, and uh, he also didn't let anybody into the house and so on. You know, he didn't want to be affected by anybody else. And the Islamic basically barged in and let loose at this person something terrible. This person was shocked. I mean, it, it, wealthy people in those days were not, were, were not given to, um, to, to being talked like that um you know it, it was only a question of of wealthy people and um, wealthy people did not take kindly to be given musa and this person was shaking with rage and he was going to um answer back but he bit his lip and decided like answer back he said you know i wasn't at the meeting i don't know what you're talking about i don't know I just brushed him off and that was it so quickly went home that night he, he started having diarrhea, this, this wealthy person, he flipped out and by the morning he donated, he sent a message on the Kuga that he donated all the money needed for buying Tacharichim for everybody that needs it, and b'cholo, b'cholo, b'cholo. So, you know, Chassidish people will find the maifas in the fact that he started getting sick. To me, the maifas is that he was willing without batting an eyelash to stand up to somebody who was the wealthiest person. He was very weary of taking money when when he um, from people, and especially when he felt that there was something behind it. Um, Purim was traditional to send the rav with some sort of little gift, some sort of check, whatever it is. There was a man who would normally send every year a, a ducat of gold or something like that. Um, this year he sent him six. As soon as he saw it, he sent back five of it and um, the um, and he said there's no reason in the world why this person is sending me so much money unless he wants something from me and I don't want to be on the payroll sure enough a week later this wealthy person came and said daddy he, he's importing rum from England for Pesach and he wants um, R. Kluger to give him a Herrscher on it, in which case the and guy, it was something that R. Mekluger did not think was was good and he told me absolutely not, but it was his, he smelled the rat as soon as this person was being more generous to him and he felt that if he would end up taking money he'd be in a pickle. Um, there was another Parsha, there, there were a few Parsha's that um, kind of was stormy parishes with with halachas. He was very, very strict. He was extremely mu on many things and very and very fearless. Let's go through. there was a famous there was a story in Bardichev. Bardichev had a shaykh who a um, the amount of kosher behemoths that came out of that Sheikhit were incredible. know as normally let's say there'd be 30 percent trafus it was under 10 percent by him he would stick his hand in first and sort of smash any circus he also had a habit of drinking on the job which um means that you know your 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 hand may not be that steady when so most of the people in my ditch want him out the butchers who were wealthy and powerful loved him, and they were very strong people, and they and they um, were behind him. They um, they asked, um, they uh, so they. I guess there was there was enough fights and arguments that they needed to do something about it. They called in a Chaim Kaluga to Paskin, and the condition was as follows. He obviously understood that it's not a good place to get into so he would come there he would sit there um, and watch the sheikh a few times he would not give them any children whatsoever and when he was back home in galicia but this was in 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 ukraine he he was in austro austro-hungarian empire so there they could you know so he would give it an impartial um, evaluation of the sheikh and how well it does sure enough he came out to the town and he sat three days and watched the sheikh at Shecht he didn't think he needed more than that um, the uh, you know they asked him uh, you know did you see enough Sheitas? Say, he said, I've seen 130 shechitas and he said, he punned, he said vikal Lahavit. kuf is 130 vikal Lahavit. But he didn't say a thing. He was poker faced. And that was his night. And they tried to, to, to sort of get things out of him. He, he wouldn't talk. He did something very interesting. He was supposed to, they, they, he couldn't leave right away. He had to sit there for three weeks because the, the government of took your passport away. A I'll him. He was supposed to leave on a Sunday. That was the day he was supposed to go back to Brod He asked quietly, that the um, that they um, that he leave he asked he, he got somebody to take him to leave like four o'clock in the morning from there without saying goodbye to anybody he 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 was able to cross the border and then they found out he had he had an intuition that he got to get to get out of there what happened was the sheikhs people felt they felt that the psak was not going to be very good and They had the, the police had a warrant to arrest him for coming from Austria-Hungary and and causing um, and, and and causing sedition and they would have arrested him and so on and so forth So his intuition was sharp enough he left and when he got back to and when he got back to Brod He sent them a letter about that. They have to stop eating his meat immediately. It's treyfus and so on, and so on. Um, another parsha, which was an, a type of issue that he was um, very involved in was um, he, he was very against any changes, any new, any changes from the way things were. The 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 the, the some seifishita of chadras and therefore they, they 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 in 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 the town the minig was to. Um, Dominic was to carry out the nifta on uh, on a stretcher with people carrying it. That was the that was Dominic. The Kheva Kadisha decided they wanted something more up-to-date and they bought themselves a coach. Like a, a, a coach with uh, with horses. And the um, the they and then they asked the Mashaila can you carry it with the coach his answer was no and now his it's very interesting the main reason i think why he said no was because they were borrowing what was fashionable what did the you know this was the this was the civilized way of doing things he was a big kanoi and I felt any modernization in shul and Yonim, any any things that that are are changing the tsur the way things were done, leads to no good, and um, and therefore that that was I think the main reason. He felt it was kind of imitating the the goyim the more modern way of doing things and so on, so he said no. He wrote shuva on it, and he had fascinating fascinating. Um, halakhic insights and this was if you take a look at his Truvis, i mean his Truvis on the thousands literally but we have his thousands i mean he was a prolific writer the, 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 his genius of bringing in all sorts of marimakkoimas you wouldn't have thought of they're not they're a very different style and and i'll tell you like that's the grief style i'll tell you two navkeminas one is and, and this is true in a lot of Truvis. sometimes there are no clear Mac- gemar so on you look for the closest place to find something of sheiches one could say that you know it, it has it doesn't i mean it's far it's a it's a far stel, to which his response was you're you you're 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 plucking a, a, a svar you're building your svar on you know as far as keres like because you think it's not to here's a gemara prove it to me and 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 so, so in the thing like this he he brought all sorts of ignorant about it says on the RN because if you so that the covet is to carry something on your shoulders as opposed to carrying on a wagon and that's why the RN they carried. He brought Gemaris where it says about a, a certain sandal that you're not allowed to wear at of the via because you might need to fix it and you'll be my of the kura say so says so any time you add more prepositions, like a wagon that has to they might break down and so on, all sorts of extraordinary sushtals. Um, the the the, um, the the i think the main thing was was very opposed to it. The chavakadisha went ahead with it anyway. And the first and the first uh, mace they took with it, they got the governor to force Rabbi Kluger and Rabbanim to accompany the mace, they were able to get the government to pressure. You know, get the government to pressure. The government issued a junction they have to do it. Kluger walked in barefooted as an Avalus that they're that they're tearing down a halacha. And when they got to the base of to take the Nifta out, the, the the people taking Nifta out felt that it was bleeding. He they, 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 He wasn't tied down well in the wagon. It shook, and it and it released blood, and people began to scream and to yell and to riot, and they marched to the Chavrakadisha. They wanted to destroy the building. It, it created a major ruckus, and uh, the government stepped in. and Finally, at the end of the day, he had his way, and um, they they um, they stopped using it. A, a fascinating footnote. Um, I have a Machutner, a Moshe Friedman who always finds interesting things many years later there was a Shaila in a town in Europe whether you're allowed to use car as opposed to, to the horse and wagon to take the Nifta to Beis and the truth was it's been traditional that there, there is to use a horse and wagon so um, you shouldn't change it to a car that's, that's uh, coming from a different side of it like here's a firm about it um they, they, he was asked a Shaila one of his most interesting shorem was the Austrian Hungarian government. They they asked him a Shaila as follows that um all members of the um, parliament were sworn in by um using a uh sw- sw- using a, a Bible. They had for Jews, they had made they wanted to swear. Sefer the Torah, they got them to swear on a chumash. But the the the, the judge um, had a shaila. Since in the chumash, the sezer is not on one page, so they would open up the sezer zadibris, the person who handed it, and swear. So the government asked them a Shailah that since the sezer zadibris are two pages, maybe the shvur is not really hal and the whole Aser zadibris, only half of it and he wrote a whole tshuva explaining that the shavuah is a a really good shavuah and so on and so forth the biggest fight that he was involved in was a um was machine matzis now it's it's interesting and again people in those days and people took things seriously sometimes when we'd argue in halacha with rabbanim they would stop talking to him it was extremely sharp and, and there were Machlokesen that started Machlokesen alocha, where close Haveri of his would then break away from him, would make up again. The biggest fight that was in, was his oldest age already, in, in the 1858, he was involved in, in, in the machine Nazis. Germany started making machine Nazis, and, um, and then they wanted to bring it to, to uh, Galicia as well and he wrote fire and brimstone tshuvas against it um most and and there was a big split amongst rabbanim the the devrechaim the, the and the, the, the chesidish rabbeim most of them the big ones were very against it he was against it and he had a lot of he had a lot of reasons for it um he um uh, included some things like taking away Paranasseh from people and so on but he was sh- very, very his, clo- his friend who was the Rav in Lvov, Lemberg which was the other big city in Rav of Shol in the Sholem he was very for it and um, and he wrote Truvis against Rav Sholem Kloger, and, and again Rav Sholem Kloger was very personal and for a while they they um, if they were not on speaking terms and then they and then they an interesting enough uh, side note to how difficult these mehlukes were and um, the the um the so nelson had a brother-in-law who he wrote sfar together with when it came to this issue they were the different sides and they um and they they you know parted ways it was it the the, the machine matzes it went from Gedolei Litta who felt this was by far better than the, than the hand matzahs and that the hand matzahs was suffering hametz, and this is Baruch Hashem, Kashbar gave us machines to make good matzahs versus them who said this is the sitra achra. One mitzah everybody Yisrael is matzah, and now this the the the, uh, the sitra comes in with his machines and destroys it. It was a very very bitter machlokis. And again, like all these Mahlokasin, they started with the Halach issues and, and it became a whole division. One more parish in his life that was extremely painful to him. We don't know exact details, but he wrote it himself. He, it, one of his farm Nirez Ruzim is it, um, was dedicated to a granddaughter, and this is the way he describes the parasha. He says um, I suffered terribly this year, and I'm and I'm writing this this safe and it's a safe on the quite you safer, Nishmasa. She was my joy, my pride and joy. She was 22 years old, and we did a shidduch with her that we thought was a very good shidduch, and, and uh, they, they you know and little did we know what kind of terrible people they were. She went to that town, you know, we got married, they ran off to that town. The, those people were not at all what they pretended they were and she didn't want to live the lifestyle they wanted her to live. And They caused a lot of grief because of it. She became ill and they didn't send for a doctor, didn't treat her. When we found out how terrible Matziv is, I ran there, she was deep in pneumonia and I had to get doctors on my expense, this and that. And she was nifted three weeks later. He writes the name of the family. And he says, "Cursed may they be forever. Cursed may all the people who knew about their issues and didn't tell me may they, may they be cursed forever." He, he writes it with names and everything, extraordinarily, um, very, very sharp. And then he says and anyone who keeps a yard and says Kaddish on i will be a And actually, B'shlem Zalman Oyerbach used to learn, um, used to learn Mishnayis and say Kaddish on her yard site I'm not sure I'm, told people, but I'm not sure why, why he felt it that way and so on al um he was nifted in 1869 Um he's left it's he left over even though he only had one son from his first marriage his wife had died and his second son and one son from him but at the end he has a lot of he has a lot of um a lot of grandchildren alive um, it's great soldiers of a different cut. There is Marshak in, in Eretz There's a name, I think maybe in America. Memhei Reish Shinkov. There was a famous doctor Marshak who ran a Mizrahi high school. There's a there's a famous uh, ear nose and throat doctor, Doctor Marshak, very very famous <coughs> and um, very very um, well known in Eretz And <laughs> of all the people. There is the most famous Israeli TV news anchorman. Was is somebody? He is retired now. His name is Chaim Yavin. The family name was Kluger from they were in Germany. And he changed it to Yavin. Miloshen Kluger, Miloshen Smart. And um, he he is as far left as you can go. Um, in an interview with him, they asked him, "What's your Kippa like for him?" He said a regular day. What does he believe about Brismila? Barbaric minheg? But it's traditional, so you do it. On and on and on. He's, he's as left-wing as you can get. So it's, it's kind of ironic um, where, you know, where things went to. al kapanim. in terms of rabbinic figures, he's one of the very great ones. Rabbi Kluger, his, his mastery of everything and anything was incredible i mean he always had i mean over 150 160 sfarim that there's a you know that not everything's out yet he he in the shohar you'll see there's Chach that's from shloma kluga and there's almost no area after it, 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 after there was a year when three of the biggest rabbinim in europe died and it was the the, the, the Loma died that year. It was in eighteen forty, some safe issues Yarkiv and Khamer Loma died, he became the go-to person in Europe. He would get thirty to forty shilas a day by mail. And he would he was a prolific writer. And his ability to find his Macarius is incredible. So I mean he stands as one of the great the um, Muyos. D- 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 one of the great figures of, um, of uh, Rabbonim. He, in many ways, typified the, the ultimate Rav in Galicia. He was kol kulay, shakur learning, absolutely brilliant, took nothing from life, feared no one, um, he stood up for what was right no matter what. Um, people took things seriously if, if if somebody disagreed with you in halacha we're not it's not because we're nice people that we're, we're, we're it's just because we don't kill that much when somebody touches us the things that bother us um, we're not so nice but okay you hold machine mats it's fine it's nice it's good this is good that's good we're all good and um, didn't think it that way so you could talk about how terrible is but what the machlekas is about says an awful lot about who you are, what you are, and, and 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 so on. Um his his in 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 many areas, the sharp stance that they took against the, 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 the rush to modernity was what saved the keillas. The keillas in 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 Hungary Galicia the the, the the ones who remained were the ones who were stark and he was extremely strong and took a lot of pressure um, and didn't budge because he understood in in in, in the pla- in the place where he was any changes would become a, a, a headlong rush into um, you know in, in, into it, 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 every, the horses would leave the, the barn and gallop away. So he's, he, I mean so he stands for for this incredible this um, incredible terror. I mean, to, 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 to have so much at your fingertips, he would, people would describe he would sit at a very complicated interior, and he would sit with his head down, kind of looking like he's oblivious, and then after everybody finished the tinus, he would say, come back tomorrow, please. They would come back. He would have written on a piece of paper, basically, your points are A, B, C, your points are A, B, C, um, and this is a halacha. And, and 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 people were blown away. I mean his 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 speed of hopping something, his ability to find things that are shair to the and it was very ritual. A lot of his a lot of his inyanim, you know, it's it's but but the person was a giant and um his, he his he there was nothing, his his life was ascetic to an extreme. Um, everything was kol, kulay, shakwon learning, that's all he wanted. Want to write his and his yard site is going to be Lamed Sivan, um, the first Irish of Shkodesh Tammuz. Scusi, young Okay. Ah, uh, good call. Yeah. What's what's the main sperm we have from him? could be like we, said, but we we're, we're so we have this Ha'elafu Chashlomo, which is some of his trivis. This Chochmashlomo which is. On the Shochar Aruch, Hagosha Aris, there is um, Nidre Zruzin on on Nidarim. He wrote on all of Taryevim Ksuvim. He wrote on everything. There's it, it, it's almost not. There's a very interesting letter, and um, I'm not quite sure what to make of it. When he was nifta, so a lot of Gedolim sent in uh, Tamchumen, Rebitzel Blazer, Rebitzel Paterburger, who was a result Salamatha's so biggest Talmud and known as Very Big Baal Musa, at big time, also, he wrote a letter of condolence and he used the titles of many of, of the of, of Kuga Sfarim to write about him. Like, he wove it into, into his, his um, condolence, like, you know, the Tam Chachamim and this and Most of the Sfarim are, I doubt, I haven't heard of it. It's not. It's not my chug. It's not the place this, but uh, Nidre Ruzin was a safer that's used very much in, in the dars. It's one of the classics. Achariyim Raya Chach Moshalom Shacharuch stands as People bring trubas from him. There is a machon that keeps publishing more and more material. They're, I don't think they've exhausted by any means all of his material, and um, he he would you know, to, 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 he he was prolific. But I'm saying it's a style that today. It's a type of style, in a yeshiva, the tzushtel has to be perfect. Like, when you wanna say that maybe A is explaining B, you say to yourself, well, this and this is different. It's not quite the same. In a yeshiva, you sort of look like you're a perfect case. If I give you a marshal, it's important to understand it's lahavdol. When you're learning medicine in a book, um, the, the, the textbook gives you a perfect case. It, it has to have a perfect answer and it's a perfect case that's, that's normal um, in a real choyle it's never perfect Never it exactly, doesn't fit the textbook exactly you have to sort of say well, it, it's closest to this so those are the type of chuvas like that where um, I, I guess uh, they have about, about Esser about, about Mokovim and stuff like that the, the, the sugias that they compare to it a very interesting suggest. It It's, to, it, it, to us today, it's, it, it seems distant, you know, it's like, on the other hand, they're, when there, and his, his comeback is, it's very nice that you think this or that. There's no such thing what you think. The question is, what does what it say in Gemara? So we'll find the closest thing to it, and we'll shtal it suit to it. It has to be shtal a and a lot of his, th- 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 it's a very difficult learning, because it, 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 a lot of times, there'll be a kash on X, I'll say, well, how can we, what's the case in this, and this case? It, it, well, let's go back to a different thesis. So tesis says this, I says so it can't be this, so it must be this. Uh, it, it's brilliant in the way it's put together. You can always poke holes on, on a lot of pieces of it and say it's A, it's, um, you know, it's not so much, it's not this, okay, it's also sometimes you have to think, so did so the Thaisis go through so many steps to say what he said I don't know that's that's there that was a very different style the 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 but but the, the the sheer brilliance of it and 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 his command of everything Afeich bar, Afeich bar de is was incredible and uh, and you know he stands as as a figure of, of the of the rough he did leave broad for a short kufa and no one knows why really as soon as he got to, to the other town that he went to, he became very sick. He was in a coma for three weeks. And when he woke up, he said, it's a similar of and he went back. Not clear what drove him for blood, but like always, there always were issues. There always were people, you know, as, as big as, as he was and everything, you know, that there, there, there was the nature of things. So the machlokas was very strong, and people would um, would try to sort of chip away a bit. Okay, alkapanim. Good, him. good vach. i Who was the girl with the curse? Was that his daughter? We lost connection. There also, his his granddaughter. It was a granddaughter that, that got married to a certain family, and he lists in his in his near and he lists his, the the family, the name, the very 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 sharp language. I mean, horrendous language. Okay. okay good, it's yes, good fast.